RAC members get exclusive deals and offers, plus an extra 5% off on top of our lowest price guarantee at Retrovision. We are back again. It must be Thursday because I'm recording. Um, if I was organised, I could probably do it a little bit earlier. But this is another episode of the world famous, um, you know, multi award winning podcast, The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly supported by our wonderful partners in Retrovision. Remember, if you're an RAC member, you get an extra 5% off already low prices. Retrovision is your destination for all the electrical stuff you love. 60-day price promise, lowest price guarantee. Now, what are we, November, mid-November or early November? Um, only if, you know, Before you know it, it's going to be Christmas and you're going to be thinking, right, it's time to buy some gifts. If you're an RAC member, you're going to get 5% off their already low prices. Jump on their website. You can probably do your shop. You can actually do your shopping before you get there. They do click and collect. Um, they deliver and install. Um, buy now, pay later with all the all the all the um, all the buy now, pay later uh, platforms. Um, and even if you are an RAC member, you get that five percent off. But they also have exclusive deals as well that only RAC members can get. So Retrovision is your place to go for all your electrical stuff that you love. Who else supports us? Well, ESA Sports Agency um, do some great stuff with memorabilia, sports coaching, make every sporting moment epic. But their main thing they're doing at the moment helping us clubs is that they sell this stuff up here, that Everlast, the Everlast Sports Drinks, the Isotonic Hydration. It is starting to get a little bit warmer. You can feel it there. And um, before you know it, we're going to have those 30-plus degree days. Beat the heat, stay hydrated. The Everlast Sports Drink, 750ml bottles. None of this 600ml crap, 750ml. You've got the uh, the Berry Blaze, the Blue Blast, and my favourite, the Lemon Zest. Um, no price increase, so uh, for all those clubs, which I know a lot of them, nearly all, uh, got the Everlast in last year, the same price, at $1.88 a bottle. Listen, $1.88 a bottle. That's XGST. To add your GST on top of that. And that's delivered. Now, you're not going to obviously deliver one bottle. You get cases of 12. Um, you're obviously going to buy, what, 10 at a time or something like that. So it's, what, 2256 plus GST delivered to your door. That, my friend, you cannot beat. So uh, where do you get all that? Well, the, uh, the main man at ESA Sports, we all know, Johnny Sanders, um, sales at esasportsagency.com.au or his phone number there, 0456 890 888. 
Um, now, when you're listening to this, you might be listening to this on Saturday morning because between 8 and 9, we are now on Sport FM. So this podcast is replayed on Sport FM between 8 and 9 every Saturday morning, 91.3 Community Sports Radio. How good is that? We are growing. We're getting bigger and better every single day, the Peel Cricket Association. You are on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Um, if you haven't worked it out, my name is Orazio Santalucia. I, um, I, this is my second season doing this. I come to you every week. You might hear me on... Um, the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Channel every Tuesday um, for Retrovision Premier T20 League action. Um, fantastic T20 competition under lights, Peelwood Reserve on turf. We've got some fantastic cricketers running around and more often than not, we have great games of cricket. So uh, tune in live every Tuesday, 6.30pm on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Channel. You can find it basically on YouTube. Just do a little search on the old Google and you will find us. Um, log in. It's on the on the frog box. You get my dulcet tones. Listen to me. Chat some crap. Um, I try my best to get some um, some people on board, so you don't just have to listen to me. I'm joined every week by the PCA legend that is Terry McNeil. Um, does the scoring. Does a great job there. Pumps some stats to me. Uh, keeps me company. And. Um, Actually, has a, a fair dig at me most weeks, which is uh, which is quite funny. Um, okay, so what are we going to chat about today? The show? Well, not not anywhere. I'm, I'm back in the uh, the studio, which is known as my bedroom. Um, so this week we are going to talk uh, round five of the Peel Cricket Association PCA action from last weekend. Um, we played the Country Cup first round of the Belt Up Country Cup. We played the old rivals Bunbury Bunbury District Cricket Association. We'll chat through that game. Uh, Tuesday, we had a belter of a game, the Retrovision Premier T20 League between the two local um, rivals in Waruna and Pinjara. Um, from what I'm told, they are rivals in everything from tiddlywinks to marbles to footy to cricket to you name it. So, um, And they both put on an absolute belter of a show on Tuesday. We'll talk a bit more about that. Uh, we had round three of the ladies competition. That's really starting to fire up now, which is great. And um, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's this uh, thing called the ICC T20 World Cup that's happening. And um, not long ago, um, our old rivals, the old foe, England, they absolutely annihilated India. They won by 10 wickets. They were chasing 169 for the win, and they did it with four overs to spare, none down. Look out. Uh, they, they were my favourites pre-tournament. Um, I think they play an amazing brand of cricket, and I know I might get shot down in flames at some stage there, but uh, they are clearly the world leaders in T20 cricket for me. Um, they're doing stuff that we we haven't even woken up to yet. Which, But that's that's a conversation for another. That might be a special show one day. Um, and uh, to round up today's show, we're going to have the next instalment of The Prez's Rant. And he's not happy. Got a little bit to say, a little bit to get off the chest. Um, okay, we're going to head to our first break. We're going to get a little um, commercial from our fantastic partners, Retrovision. We'll be back after this. At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want, like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. 
Welcome back, all you champions, uh, to the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Again, proudly supported by Retrovision, ESA Sports, and Everlast Sports Drinks. Okay, we're going to do a bit of a roundup of the old cricket that was that's been played over the last week or so. Uh, we've had a fair bit of cricket happening from our um, our usual PCA cricket uh, through to. Um, uh, representative cricket, I guess, and probably the only representative cricket we'll be playing this year, um, and that's uh, the Belt Up Country Cup. Um, we also had the ladies T20. Um, well, they are part of the Peel Cricket Association. What am I saying? And we have a wrap-up of a fantastic game of Retrovision Premier T20 League from Tuesday just gone. Okay, let's jump straight into it. So round five of the Wiley Cup. Um, that's the A-grade Premiership Cup that is played for between the uh, nine teams this year, not ten. So uh, we lost one. Um, we're just having a bit of a rough trot, although not really on the ground. They're doing okay. But um, South Mandra are just having a little bit of a spell, and they'll be building themselves back up. And they'll be back up before you know it. But the first game we're going to have a chat about is, um, and it's solely on what my little list is here, um, and that is Singleton versus Hall's Head. Um, that would have been at Stan Twite. Now, uh, Hallshead won the toss and batted first, and they got a very, very good score. The batting machines that they are, Hallshead, nine for 229. And guess who got the top score? Surprise, surprise. Jack Manuel, 76. Now, he is up to, I wrote this down. Um, uh, where is he? So he's up to somewhere like, uh, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, he's up to 360 runs so far in five hits. That includes one that was in the uh, Premier T20 League, but he got a 70-odd in that game as well. So he's had five hits and he's already got 360 runs. Now, I know that three-quarters of the batsmen that play in this competition, most competitions, most um, uh, most seasons, that's a season. There, they're in, done and dusted. They're getting 360 runs per season. You, you nearly, yep, okay, I'm, I'm going around again next year. He's done it in five hits. Um, class personified he is. Absolute class. And um, anyway, let's go back to the game. Um, and then they went out and bowled Singleton out for 79. And the wily old fox, that is Chris Phelps, 6 for 15. Um, I forgot to say in the 229, uh, Bryce Evans with 4 for. He's got a couple of wickets, a couple of games where he's got a few poles and got 4 for 44 in that game there, but nowhere near enough. And... Uh, Horsehead won quite handsomely. We move to the next game, which was uh, Warmbra versus White Knights Baldivis. Um, uh, White Knights Baldivis batted first, all out for one five three. Daniel Sutton again with the wickets. Got five for in the last time he bowled. Um, so this game he got four. So he's got nine in two. Uh, you know, two outings. The Burley left armour, four for 29. And in reply, Warmbra chased down that score, five down. And uh, Skipper, Kane Standing, led the way again with 62 not out. He's having a very, very good start to the season with the bat. Um, we know he does the job with the gloves. He's a very, very good player. And we move to the next game, Mandra versus Waruna. Uh, this is a pretty good game on what I believe was a real, really good wicket out at Mandra. Um, and uh, Waruna batted first. They got seven for 187. Um, Jaden DeRosa got 73. Good to see him playing. Um, won't be around for much longer. He's uh, jetting off to Canada 
uh, family over there, and um, we probably won't see him for the rest of the seasons. I think he's got another game. I think, I believe, I could be wrong. Um, won't be the first time I'm wrong, and it won't be the last. But um, yeah, it was good to see Jaden get some runs. Uh, one of the class players in the competition. Seven for 187, but it wasn't enough. Uh, Mandra went out and chased at seven down. And uh, Jordan Bell, another one of the batters doing very well this season. Uh, got his second half century. Got 53 in the seven for 188. So what under Mandra there. And we move to the final game, which is Secret Harbour Dockers versus Pinjara. That would have been at Stan Tight Reserve as well. Um, uh, Pinjara batting first, 204. Um, very good partnership here by Jake Foley, Captain Jake Foley. Um, Axel, Jake Axel Foley, that's my, that's my nick. I'm, I'm sticking with that one. I'm sure he's been called that before. And if you don't know who Axel Foley is, tut tut, shame on you. Go and work it out. Google it. I bet you hate that. Google it. Anyway, uh, Axel, 82, and uh, Big Adam France, the big strapping all rounder, he got 65. Um, and that was uh, too much for the, the Dockers. They were all out for 123. And I know all the bowlers did their bit. They all got about two wickets apiece. And Shoalwater, they had their feet up, had a bit of a spell, and uh, watched all the action happening. So that's your A-grade wrap-up. Remember, you get a little bit of a wrap-up. We get at least the A-grade. Um, it's changed a little bit, but every week in the Mandra Mail, um, I'll write a little bit of an article and, and sort of send it in, um, and they obviously do what they do to it. I know this week's article got cut quite significantly because um, I do try to put the whole competition in or as many of the highlights of the whole competition in as I can, um, but they had a big uh, two-page article on um, George Bell, the uh, England under-19 international who is playing for Rockingham Mandra. Um, and you'll hear a little bit about him a little bit later on in our wrap-up of the Prem, uh, Retrovision Premier T20 League because he was Pinjara's uh, marquee player. Um, and George Bell also, uh, England under-19, played in the same under-19 World Cup as our own Teague Wiley. Um, anyway, so that's that. We'll move on to B-grade, the McIntosh Cup. Things are hotting up there as well. Uh, Pinjara v. Waruna. Um, Pinjara, three for 138, defeated, sorry, Warmbra, not Waruna, Warmbra. Start again. Pinjara versus Warmbra. Pinjara defeated Warmbra, three for 138, defeating Warmbra, all out 137. Um, lots of bits and bobs in that game. No one really stood out, um, but that's a big, big win for Pinjara. They've had a bit of a rough trot there, but that's a big win for them, so well done. Uh, next game, White Knights, Beldivers versus Showwater. Um, Showwater all out for 99 with a bit of a star-studded um, B-grade team with uh, overseas player plus a couple of very regular A-grade players. Um, they'll rock and roll for 99. Uh, Jordan, again, four wickets for White Knights Baldivis. He's doing very well with the ball and White Knights chased down six, uh, six, yeah, six down for 100. They defeated Showwater there. Uh, Rockingham Hornets, they defeated Mandras. Rockingham Hornets chasing Mandras. Actually, I don't know if they were chasing, but anyway, six for 176, of which Whittleton got 62. Mandra all out for 172. And the Wiley veteran himself, Troy Lovegrove, with five. He's got the Michelle, five for 33. Well done, Troy. Um, now, on Rockingham Hornets, just reminded me. I didn't write this down, but it just reminded me because uh, Troy... Got in contact with me during the week. Um, 
Now, obviously, as you know, they've moved to a new facility and they're looking to get something special made to sort of commemorate where they are and sort of be that unique um, piece at their ground. So what they are doing, they are put, they've put a call out for any wooden stumps. So I know cricket clubs, you, you go in, into the sh- your storage shed or whatever and there are stumps everywhere and they might be... They might have something on them. It might be a Grey Nichols one. It might be an old sponsor. It might be something on it. Who knows? Um, but if you if you can spare them um, and you're willing to donate them, Rockingham Hornets are collecting stumps. Now, they are working with the Rockingham Man Shed. Oh, Man Shed. Jeez, I'm having a good one, aren't I? Uh, Rockingham Man Shed. And they're putting together – they're basically making a fence out of them. So they're, they're trying to make a bit of a fence. Um, I don't think they're going to do the whole ground, but they're going to sort of – cordon off a certain part of where they are in the pavilion or something like that but it's going to be made of stumps and I think it's going to look fantastic um I love that sort of stuff that's the cricket nuffy in me I know there's this ground down Albany way I can't remember the name of the ground it's just a little club that's sort of come out of recess um basically a few a few local guys got it back out of recess and they built this ground up that was sort of hidden in weeds and stuff and they built a pavilion they've made it a, a community hub um and they they did the whole uh, picket fence thing with a, you know, which very traditional looking cricket ground, which is great to see. But rather than picket fences, they had cricket bats. So the whole oval is surrounded by cricket bats, and then they've got this massive, like ten foot tall bat that you see as you drive in as well. So um, anyway, so well done to Rockingham Hornets. So if you've got any spare stumps floating around at your club, even you might have some at home that you probably want to, um, you're happy to to give up. Um, contact Rockingham Hornets there, um, jump on Facebook, all that sort of stuff. Pretty easy to do. Um, and they'd, um, yeah, they'd love to have, um, some extra stumps flying in, which would be great. So it'd be good if we can all chip in and, uh, get together and look, we're all going to play there at some stage. So it'd be really good to see. So well done to the Hornets there. Um, back to the cricket action, Hallshead versus North Bow Divers, Hallshead, Eight for two, three, seven. They defeated North Bow Divers um, handsomely, all out for eighty-four. Uh, Woods fifty-seven. Singh got four for twenty-eight for North Bow Divers um, in uh, Hallshead's eight down for two, three, seven, and then all out for eighty-four. Peter Boyce seven for twenty. Um, that is available on Frogbox, so uh, you can go on there, and it's just like it's like a highlight pack- package, except it's every ball. He's just getting. <laughs> Anyway, 7 for 20. That's a big, big win for Hall's Head. And, um, yeah, that wraps up B grade. We'll quickly go through C. Um, we have got, in the Jeffrey Cup, we have Singleton. They defeated Mandra. So Singleton, 9 for 189. Jeff Yeepel, another 50. Um, he's having a good season with the stick. Uh, Rawson, 4 for 46 for Mandra. Um, but Mandra could only get 7 for 115 in reply. So well done to Singleton there. The Dockers, Secret Harbour Dockers, they got 195, but it wasn't enough because Shawwater got seven for 198. Fassum with 58 not out. He's That's another big score for him. He's having a good season with the bat. And uh, Clayton, Mike Clayton got four for 12 for Shawwater in the Dockers all out 195. So that's a, that's a pretty high scoring game. Um, so well done to both teams there. Uh, White Knights, Baldivis, they lost to South Mandra. This is a big one, and, and, and well done to South Mandra here. They're starting to sort of, um, this is their second win in a row, and this is a very good one, a la England. Um, so White Knights, one six two. 2 um, Your operations manager, hardworking, very hardworking, Daniel Cole. Well done, 69. I've been absolutely sledging the crap out of him for the last few weeks. He's got 0 and 1 and 2 or whatever it was. 
And I just said, mate, you might want to watch the ball. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm the super coach, obviously. <laughs> we haven't got 69. So I've had a go at him now for, um, for throwing it away. Um, and and he, he actually acknowledged that. So <laughs> well done, Dan. But uh, South Mandra, none for 163. That's right, none for 163. They won by 10 wickets. Scarlet was 76 not out, and Sears just continuing his uh, runathon here. He's on 81 not out, having a big, big season with the bat. So well done to the Falcons there. I know there was a, a few happy people down there, so well done. Uh, North Bell Divers playing Hallshead there, and uh, North Bell Divers couldn't get it done there in C-grade either. North Bell Divers 172. Our man Vikas, the human highlight reel, he got 60. Um, he's having a good season again, and uh, Hall's here, four for one, seven, three. Arms with 62, and Gray with 51. So the run machines at Hall's Head are continuing. So well done to Hall's Head there. And um, that's that. That is C grade. We quickly go on to D. D grade, we had Waruna versus Singleton. Uh, Waruna, they defeated Singleton. Waruna, one, three, six. Um, and they defeated Singleton all out for one, one, three. Uh, B to Rosa. I'm presuming younger or older. I'm not sure. He got four for 22, and uh, Toy got four for 27 for Singleton. So it was a bit of a bowler's day, that one there. Uh, Showwater, they defeated Warmbra. Nine for 172, defeated Warmbra 130. Um, no standouts. That's the old uh, team effort. So well done, everyone there. Uh, Hall's Head, nine for 133. They lost to White Knights, who got eight for 155. Graham with 55 not out, and Young got four for 27 for Hall's Head. And Rockingham had the bye. We quickly move on to E-grade. E-grade, we had Hall's Head, 8 for 120. They lost to North Bell Divers, who got 4 for 160, with Seabum getting 57. Mandra had a bit of a bye. They watched the world go by for a weekend. Warmbra, they defeated White Knights, 9 for 149. Warmbra, Sweetman, Reece Sweetman got 64. Stylish Batsman done, did that very well. 9 for 127, White Knights, so... Uh, well done to Warmbra there, 20-odd run winners. And Pinjara, 5 for 108. Not enough, um, as the Dockers got 2 for 164. McClay got 65 there. And Hogevonda, 55 not out. So obviously a very good partnership there, 2 for 164. Did it quite easily, so well done to the Dockers there. F-grade, Showwater, they defeated Hall's Head extremely handsomely. Uh, 9 for 178. Hall's Head all out 35. I haven't seen that score for a while from that club, um, but I do know they've had a hell of a lot of unavailabilities. But um, why well don't we get the team out anyway? Uh, grief. Jeez, he caused some grief. Seven for 11. They're amazing figures. Well bold. Um, White Knights Blue. Remember, they've got two teams in F grade. White Knights Blue, six for one, three, three. Not enough because Rockingham Hornets got six for one, seven, eight. They continue their very good run in F grade. Um, Warmbra. Very good score here. Four for 203. Reese Wallace with 60 of those. Um, they defeated Mandra, uh, seven for 156. Binu with 61, not out. And Singleton, 125, not enough against uh, White Knights Gold, who got nine for 128. And uh, Matthews Rawlinson, yet again in the runs, 68, not out. Let's quickly go through to the ladies' fixtures. They had round three in the T20. Mandra, they defeated Pinjara, three for one, three, six. Pinjara, 70. Uh, South Mandra, the uh, the premiers from last year, they lost to Hall's Head. Uh, South Mandra, Burns got four for seven. They got six for 95, South Mandra. 
Horsehead, six for 108. And I believe Burns got some runs there as well. White Knights, all out 44. They lost to Shoalwater, two for 142. Hutton with 39, not out. Good to see some some significant contributions here. Well done, girls. And the Dockers, 95, all out. They lost to Warmbra, seven for 106. So that wraps up the PCA action for um, last week. Well done to all the winners there. Well done to the run scorers. Um, just a quick wrap-up here. So round six of the Wiley Cup. Um, we'll just quickly go through that. So uh, White Knights will take on Singleton there. Uh, Secret Harbour versus Warmbra. Pinjara, the ones uh, putting their feet up and having a spell this week uh, in the bye. Um, we have uh, Waruna versus Horsehead. That'll promise to be a really good game there. That'll be match of the round for me. And uh, Mandra versus Shoalwater. So good luck to everyone there. And just a reminder as well, uh, from the 26th of this month, so in a couple of weeks' time, um, the new exciting part of the competition from B grade through to F grade, a uh, little T20 comp. Um, obviously, our registration numbers weren't as great as what we thought they would be. So to try to even up the competition, try to inject a bit of life, rather than everyone go around two and a half times or three times each, um, we've added in a T20 competition. Very short and sharp, basically from the 26th through to the 17th of December. Three rounds, a semi-final and a grand final in one day. Um, B grade through to F grade, fantastic, I think. Um, enables other players within the club to play a bit of T20 cricket. I think we'll actually see some players come back. Um, you know, players that might have retired, you know, we've all got lives, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, and clubs might go, yeah, just come there, you know, just for a little T20 game. And, you know, it is, you, you play a game, you think, Jesus, all right, this. Um, and you might play another one. And before you know it, you, you've paid your full rego and you're playing the rest of the season. So, um, look, I think it's, a, it's an exciting space. Um, yep, there'll be some challenges. A lot of people might not have played too much T20 cricket, but um, I think it's a great opportunity to do something different, and there's nothing wrong with that. So looking forward to that. Um, okay, let's move on. Country Cup. Country Cup. So we went down as the PCA. We went down to Bunbury to Hay Park. Um, fantastic uh, ground there. Beautiful ground. Wicket, amazing. They do some great stuff there. Um, look, they've just got a little... It is a pavilion, but it's a, it's a very small sort of thing. They, um, it's funny enough, Hay Park's had some massive sort of um, uh, improvements with great pavilions and all that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, they're just nowhere near the cricket ground. Um, but look, that's okay. Um, so we played uh, Bunbury. I thought the PCA had a pretty strong team out. Um, you know, there's a lot of players unavailable for various reasons, and that's okay. Um, but it gave some, you know, some, some players a good opportunity to play. Um, and we still had a pretty strong team. And on paper, I was quite confident that we'd, we'd do quite well. Um, so I'll just quickly just let you know what our team looked like very quickly as I get the trusty old My Cricket up and running. So we had Adam France, uh, Braden Haskell. You've got to play under-21s. You've got to play one under, at least one under-21 in your team. So we went with Braden Haskell, um, who's been opening the bowling for White Knights, Belt Ivis. Uh, Callum Austin, from Singleton, so Adam France, obviously Pinjara, uh, Braden from White Knights, Callum from Singleton, uh, Chris Phelps from Hall's Head, Damien Burridge, um, he qualifies through playing the T20 for um, for Hall's Head, so he, he representing Hall's Head, I guess. Daniel Abel, Waruna, Foley, Jack Axel Foley, Jake Axel Foley, uh, 
Pinjara, uh, Nick Rep, Waruna, um, James Rudge, the overseas player from Horsehead, you're allowed one overseas player. Uh, Josh Rudge, um, you know, regular player, one of the better players in the comp. He captained the team and did a great job there. Uh, Joe Slade, uh, Horsehead, and Kane Standing was the wicketkeeper. So pretty strong team. Um, but unfortunately, we just didn't quite do it enough with the bat in particular. So we batted first, nine for 190 um, on a very, very good wicket, very flat wicket, probably 30 or 40 short there. Um, top score there was Kane standing with 35. Uh, Adam France did a good job with 37. We had Dan Abel just come in at the end and got 26. And uh, Nick Rep did well at the top. Uh, he got 29. But we just didn't quite get enough partnerships together. Um, uh, Bunbury had a pretty decent bowling lineup and they just kept the pressure on and we just lost wickets at crucial times just when we got a good partnership going we'd uh, sort of just lose a wicket there so 9 for 190 was always going to be tough on it like I said a pretty flat wicket and uh, Bunbury did it quite easily in the end they got 3 for 191 um, and some really good performances there they had uh, Michael Tassoni they got 67 off 74 um, batted really well hard hitting you know, took took the bowling on. And then um, Coop, Cooper Daring. So uh, for those that have been around long enough, Glenn Daring, a bit of a legend of country cricket and Bunbury cricket. Um, he, he's his little boy, Cooper, who's not so little anymore. Um, I used to I used to live and work down there in uh, the BDCA in Bunbury, um, working for the Wacker down there. And uh, some of the, well, they're all kids that I sort of had <laughs> under my tutelage back then. Um, Cooper wasn't. He was He was like too young. Uh, but I've seen him do stuff through my other whack of work, and he's come through, and um, he batted very well. He got 66 off 84, and then Julian Cradelli coming in at, what, one, two, three, four, five. That's what they could afford. Um, he got 32, and they did it quite easily um, with the ball. Uh, Dan Abel did his usual. He got 10 overs, one for 27. I mean, the bowlers bowled okay. Um, we just didn't have enough runs on the board, really. So, unfortunately, we went down. And uh, next round will be a home game, and that'll be on the 11th of December, and we take on the Albany and Districts Cricket Association. So that'll be a, a, a bit of a ding-dong there. They had a win, so they'll be up and about, knowing that if they win again, they're probably through to the final. So um, whereas we'll need to win both games and then hope, yeah, well, we'll it's, it's a funny old comp. So um, not out of it. But we'll have to play a lot better. So it'll be interesting to see how we go December the 11th, and that'll be at Peelwood Reserve. Um, and finally, we had on Tuesday evening the the last game of round one of the Retrovision Premier T20 League, and this was the bitter rivals, Waruna versus Pinjara. Had a bit of a chat to Terry McNeil before this game, and I said... I'm presuming, um, again, because I'm a bit of a newbie, I'm, I'm still trying to find my way around. I said, I'm presuming there's a bit of a, you know, a bit of an old town rivalry here, two, two close neighbours, two country towns. And he said, oh boy, oh boy. Um, he said, from anything from tiddlywinks to marbles through to cricket, football, soccer, basketball, you name it, whatever they play, there's always a lot on it. And um, I reckon you could sort of tell, I mean... Look, I guess a lot of players from both teams may not necessarily um, be originally from those areas, but you can't help but but build that sort of um, culture. I guess the culture's there. And um, look, these two teams put on a great game. And the funny thing was that it was a, a, a bowler's day. It was a bowler's game on a, on a good wicket. There's nothing wrong with the wicket. It's, it's Peelwood Reserve. It's always a, it's always a belter. 
Um, anyway, so Pinjarra won the toss and elected to bowl. Um, and look, they bowled and fielded well. I know a lot of people were, were a bit um, surprised with that one. Um, but at the end of the day, they bowled and fielded very, very well. The bowling was super. The fielding was up and about. Um, uh, Axel, our friend Axel Foley was really sharp with his captaincy, kept bowling changes happening. Um, they were really precise with their field placements. And um, their spin attack in particular, led by himself, um, so uh, Jake Foley bowls leg spin. Jordan Pink, one of my favourite bowlers, um, bowled beautifully, really, really well. Had great control. Um, he got uh, two two wickets, and then um, uh, Jordan Hodgetts as well. So three leg spinners essentially. Uh, Twelve overs, six for fifty six between them. They all got two two for spit. Um, they bowled really, really well, and they kept Waruna down to one hundred and eight. And that was led by their overseas player. Uh, who I've, I've just watched little bits on Frogbox, and I've heard whispers going around. Uh, Prav Chalal, he got 30 not out, hard-hitting batsman, hits the ball really hard. And my, he's a competitive animal. Loved it. Um, you could tell from ball one, I'm thinking, oh, hello. Hello, this guy's got a bit about him. Um, I can see why he's such a popular player down at Waruna. Um, and even even like after the game, uh, you know, even the opposition were all around him. Uh, really nice guy. Um, I look forward to seeing a bit more of how he performs throughout the season. So anyway, nine for 108, thinking, nah, nowhere near enough. Um, Pinjara just got about 20 overs, and you think, yep, they're going to get this. Uh-uh, someone forgot to tell uh, Waruna that. So Waruna went out and did exactly what Pinjara did, except they did it better. Um, and they bowled him out for 95. So Chalal started it. He opened the bowling and steamed in from our end, the uh, the doctor's surgery or the, the commentary end. He got three for 12. He was bowling bumpers and all sorts of things. Um, he was really getting into the uh, Pinjara batter, and they just kept losing wickets. Now, Pinjara, their um, marquee player was George Bell, as I said. Um, he's the overseas player for Rockingham Mandra, England under 19. Um, if you pick up the Mandra Mail or even jump online, you can uh, read all about him. Um, he's out here. He's trying to become a better player and go home um, at the end of the season. Um, you know, take on his. Uh, I think he's Lancashire. I'm not sure. I'll have to. Anyway, you can look it up. Um, and you know, he wants obviously progress his, his cricket. He's really he's here. He's training. Um, you know, he's doing lots of gym work. He's getting extra coaching, all sorts of stuff. So he, he's here for a, a reason, and um, he's going to really look to um, ha- have a good year. He started off a bit rough. I know that. But um, you only had to watch him for three balls to know he's a class player. Um, and he'll get a big score somewhere along the line. Um, mark my words. But um, he got he got some runs. He was the leading scorer. Um, he had one that just stopped on him. And he got out. And then from there on, it was just a bit of a procession. Um, spin again. So uh, Dan Abel, he had it on a string. He got two for 11 off his four. And that was, I think, six off the last over as well. He had like two for four of three overs or something like that. He was unbelievable. And uh, Danny Stanley as well. Damien Stanley, sorry, got one for 23 ball on his leg spin. Um, and in the end, it was uh, Waruna who went through as winners in the local derby, as you guys call it. And that, my friends, is a bit of a wrap um, for round five, round three, Belt Up Country Cup. And the Retrovision Premier T20 League. A lot of cricket happening down this way in the Peel Cricket Association. You are on the pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. My name is Orazio Santolichia. 
If you are listening to this on Saturday, you probably just heard my dog then. She just likes barking for some strange reason at the moment. It's like she's got a new toy, her bark. Um, but you may be listening to this on Saturday morning between 8 and 9 on Sport FM, 91.3 Sport FM. Um, sport in the community for you, getting all the results, all that sort of stuff. Fantastic. So thank you to 91.3 Sport FM for having us on board 8 till 9am every Saturday. Or you can download us off every podcast platform you can imagine, or you can watch this. You can watch me coming in and out of picture. Um, I haven't been able to put up my green screen, so I'm about to cheat a little bit here. So it's a little bit in and out, but anyway, it's my voice you want to hear. You don't want to see this mug. Um, Anyway, on YouTube, the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Channel. We can also get uh, highlights and the game. Uh, but, but well, you can get both. You can actually get the um, the Country Cup game because we frog box that, and you can get the game just gone on Tuesday night. Okay, we're going to go to a break. We'll be back very very soon. Welcome back. You're on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision. Remember. If you're an RAC member, you get an extra 5% off. They're already stupidly low prices, ridiculously low. They're so low, they guarantee their prices. So 60-day price promise, lowest price guarantee, 5% extra off, already low prices. Why would you go anywhere else, Retrovision? Your destination for all the electrical stuff you love. Get into Retrovision now. And Everlast Sports Drinks, let's get those Everlast Isotonic Hydration at its best. Let's get those drinks in the club's fridges. Fantastic way to not only look after your players and hydrate everyone, um, you can make money. It's it's money for old rope here. $1.88 a bottle. XGST. So add GST on that. $1.88 a bottle. $22.56 plus GST per carton. And that's delivered. Delivered to your door. Um, that's through ESA Sports, where every sports moment, make every sports moment epic. Chat to, jo- chat to Johnny Sanders there, 0456 890 or sales at esasportsagency.com.au. You'd be crazy not to get the Everlast in your sports drinks. A little bit of housekeeping. First of all, first of all, um, I'd be interested to know whoever is listening right now. So if you're listening to this before Sunday, 4 o'clock, where the ICC World T20 Men's Final at the MCG will be between England and Pakistan. Um, I had England. I thought thought England had been in the final. Um, The the thing is with Pakistan, you just really don't know. They, They... Snuck through by the skin of their teeth, uh, literally because South Africa did a South Africa. Sorry to all our South African fans, um, but they just they just did what they do, and that's absolutely choke it, gas the game again. Um, I I really don't know how they didn't get through. I, I actually also thought that uh, South Africa were a huge shot to to win it. This was going to be their one on on our wickets, which are very similar to theirs. Um, they've got a ridiculous pace pace attack. Um, if you haven't watched um, Nokia Bowl, um, do yourself a favour. Uh, there's a few guys going around at the moment that let go of that piece of leather, that round sphere of leather, um, quite quickly. And he's one of them. He's he's hitting that you know 155, 160 kilometres an hour, or he's very very close to the old 100 mile an hour in the old school and does it. Um, 
looks like with ease and does it all day. He doesn't slow down. Um, he moves it around a bit. It's, it's just ridiculous. And um, it's funny talking to some people uh, who were lucky enough to get to, um, off the stadium to watch some of the games that were there on what can only be considered um, a bit of an old school WA wicket, very much like the Whacker of old, which is what the old Whacker's renowned for worldwide, being a pace, bouncy sort of wicket. And um, uh, there's the South Africa game in particular. I was just watching. I was watching on TV. I didn't get to the game, unfortunately. Um, but you could see that the first slip was standing. Well, his feet were outside the 30-yard inner ring. Um, so basically, that's more than a pitch length back, and he's feeling it slip. And he took a catch, and the the ball came at you know between waist and chest high. Um, you know, wicketkeeper the cock taking the ball on the up as it's going outside the circle, and you're just going, oh my lord, that's <laughs> seriously quick. And uh, unfortunately, the poor Dutch batter, I can't remember what his name. I think it was Delead, who's um, uh, he's the younger son of of. A very famous cricketing family, the Deleeds. Um, they are Dutch cricket. They are actually European cricket because they play a lot of county cricket. Um, very, very good player. So uh, for those that haven't seen, it might be a bit squirmish. You may not want to see that one. Um, that was against Pakistan, against Harris Ralph. Um, he bowled him a bouncer, and I think um, the batter, Deleed, got about halfway through the shot before it just whacked him straight in the grill, and the grill went back on his face, and it yeah, was, was not pretty. Um, but anyway, where was I? England v Pakistan. I think that'll be a hell of a game. Um, England tonight. India batted first, six for one, six eight. Probably not enough, um, but that's still a decent score. The King, the King Coley, he's back. I think that's his third big score in a row. He got fifty off forty, and uh, uh, Pandya, who's one of my favourite players as well, sixty three off thirty three. And Chris Jordan, Perth scorched own. Um, well, he was for one season. Anyway, he got three for 43. He came back in. It's his first game of the sea of the uh, tournament. But England went and did in England. Uh, Josh Butler and Alice Hales chased it down. None down. None for 170, 16 overs. Butler, 18 not out of 49. And Alice Hales, the man who's been come back from the dead. Um, they finally forgave him. Um, it's amazing how it's rules for one and rules for another. Because um, I vaguely believe that the great Ben Stokes was part of an incident that Alex Hales was part of as well. I know there's there's a part B to Alex Hales, but um, he's still gone around the world and just plundered runs for fun in T20 cricket. And they finally got him back, and he's just done what he does well. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a fair warm up for England. So it'll be interesting to see how they go on the weekend. I'm, I'm picking England, but it'll be. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Pakistan won it. So it's just that type of tournament. Now let's go through some of our um, big big run scorers. So uh, I'm just going to go through the top four or five batters in each A, B, and C. I can't go through the rest because we're going to run out of time. Uh, so A grade, as I mentioned earlier, Jack Manuel in A grade cricket only, not not anything else. Is uh, 290 runs, averaging 96 and a half. Um, the other champion of the comp, Kieran Eugle, does this every year, doesn't he? He's got 180, and he's going at 45. Kane Standing, his teammate, he's having a good year with the bat, 178 at 59.33. Dudley Cortland, 172 runs. He's fourth on the table at 43. And fifth is uh, Jordan Bell, who I mentioned. He's already scored a couple of 50s, 160 runs at 40. And with the ball, uh, we have leading the way... 
that Wiley Fox, Chris Phelps, he's got 13 wickets and he's getting smashed at an average of 4.69. 4.69. That's ridiculous. Daniel Sutton Jr. has got 10 wickets and he's got nine in two games. Um, eight. He's going at 8.1. Damien Stanley, the leg spin, he's got nine at 15.89. Scotty Martin, the, uh, the the tall seam bowler for Hall's head, he's got eight wickets at 8.63. And rounding it off, as I mentioned earlier, Bryce Evans, he's got seven wickets at 7.43. Um, there's some outstanding figures there. As you hear my dog going nuts in the background, I don't know what her caper is. Anyway, B grade, um, we have uh, Gargan Preet Daliwal for North Bell Divers. He's got 188 runs at 47 at the moment. Steve Erseg at Rockingham Hornets, he's got 181. He's got most of those in two hits, I think, uh, at 45.25. Hayden Lynn, the lefty, left-hander at White Knights Bell Divers, having a good start to the season, 171 at 57 at the moment. Uh, Jacob Barnes at Hall's Head's got 145 runs at 36.25. And Luke Cook for Pinjarra has 137 runs at 27.4. Now, with the ball in B grade, we have Daniel Stanker for Rockingham Horn. It's got 11 wickets at 9.91. John Galweller, new recruit to Mandurah from, uh, coming up from, um, down Bunbury Way, 10 wickets at 8.9. Matthew Jordan, I mentioned earlier, he's got some really good results so far. 10 wickets at 19. Mitch Maul, he's got nine at three, and I think he's got seven in one game there. And uh, Sandeep Chowdhury at North Bell Divers got nine wickets as well at 10.22, as has the Wiley veteran Dale Tyrrell, the left-arm spinner at Rockingham, nine at nine wickets at 12.11. Let's quickly go to C-grade. Batting-wise, the highlights package, Vikas Kantra, he's got 247 runs at 49.4. Jeff Yeeple, he's got 183 at 36.6. Jack Sears, 182, the man without an average because he hasn't been out yet. Uh, so keep going, son. Uh, Gav Brahm at Singleton's got 134 at 33.5. And rounding it off at um, in fifth place is Anthony Burt. He's got 132 at 44. And with the ball... We have uh, Matthew White at White Knights Belt. He's got 10 wickets at 11.7. Peter Boyce, eight wickets at four, and he got seven on the weekend. Uh, Jaden Bryan has got eight wickets at 11.5. Aswin Sudakaran at uh, North Belt. He's got seven at 8.29. And Brandon Hill has got seven at 8.43 for Mandra Cricket Club. There's a few others on seven there as well, including Jeff Yeepool. So he's doing it with the bat and with the ball. So they're your top performers going around at the moment. Um, but there's uh, the uh, ICC Men's T20 World Cup, as my dog's continually going nuts in the background. I apologise for that. Um, I think it'll be a belter of a game. If the rain st- holds off, I believe the ICC have... Um, been flexible with their rules. They've obviously got real strict timing, um, and that'd be more for broadcasting than anything else in regards to um, getting a game on. So once a, once you pass so long, so many hours or whatever the time is, um, and the game, you can't get a five-over game each, I believe. Um, the game's called off. Now, obviously, it's the final. Um, they want to get it in. They've, they've actually thought on their feet, thank Christ, cricket administrators with some brains, un- unusual. Um, I am one myself, so I can, I can tar myself with that brush. Um, 
Yeah, so they're going to be a little bit more flexible. So um, the forecast isn't flash for Sunday, from what I understand. It hasn't been great, has it, really? I can't believe how poor the weather is. Um, yeah, so they're going to do everything they can to get that game in. So hopefully we do get a game of substance of something. You know, I don't. I don't know how you feel. I, I like T Twenty. I like it a lot. It's 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 a great format. I love the skill. I love um, the power. There's just a lot to like about it. And I think this World Cup we've been blessed to have some great games. Unfortunately, not enough of you have been watching or listening or taking any care. And I don't understand. Um, but like, like I said, that might be a special show down the line somewhere. But uh, let's hope they get a game on uh, this Sunday. So 4 o'clock it starts. It may start a little bit later. Be patient. Stick around. Uh, I think we'll have a cracker of a game. Okay. Um, we'll be back after this break uh, to not only wrap the show up, but you're going to get the Prez's rant. He's got something to get off his chest. We'll be back after this. Okay, okay. Here we are, the pavilion. We're going to wrap it up, but we're going to start first of all... Actually, we'll go back a little bit. Welcome back to the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. My name is Orazio Santalucia. I am your host um, this week and every week on the Pavilion. You might hear me or see me or whatever. Also on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Channel on a Tuesday when we host live and exclusive ball-by-ball action. We were a little bit late to start this week, but that wasn't our fault. That was our friends at Frogbox who uh, didn't provide the best service to start with, but um, we got there in the end. So apologies for that for people that might have been tuning in, wondering what was going on. We did everything right at our end. It was uh, Frogbox at their end that weren't working. But anyway, that's technology and so be it, and you just get on with it. Anyway, Pavilion, Peel Cricket Show, every week. My name is Orazio Santolucia. Nice, easy, simple name for you to remember. Um, and not only am I doing this sort of stuff, I'm also the president of the Peel Cricket Association, and this is where the Prez is going to have a bit of a rant. Um, I don't know where to start, so I think I'm just going to go bang. I'm just going to get on the front dog, and I'm going to play a big, big shot over the top. Player behaviour. Player behaviour. We've had a week full of reports. We are volunteers. We are trying to keep a competition running. We've got some fantastic people doing some great work. Actually, they're doing better than great work. They're doing amazing work to keep this association up and running. Provide you all that are part of the players that are listening with an opportunity to play this great game of cricket in the best uh Facilities with with the best administration, the best way that we can. We've got a very, very unique setup in that we have an umpire's pathway that starts in junior cricket. So the PJCA has a whole heap of umpires that go out and do and start their umpiring journey. And they'll do the year sixes, year sevens, and all that sort of stuff. And most games have got at least one umpire there. And they're, they're, they're starting their journey in the game just like a lot of the players are. Okay, and they're building their way up. Um, and we've got a couple of them that are starting to progress through to the senior ranks, which is fantastic. And we're going to keep that going. And that's going to be something you're going to see a bit of. I'm trying to do a little bit of a story in the background there. I'm extremely proud of this program. We've got some uh, great mentors in um, 
Pete Burton and Trevor Crink, who are doing great jobs with the juniors and seniors, and they're working together as a group. Um, and it's look, it's fantastic, fantastic to see. And you've only got to look around and um, other country areas. Um, they're making the news for the wrong reasons. Um, they've got no umpires at all. They've got like one umpire or two umpires. Um, even uh, like a big competition, like the um, the suburban turf competition. I know they are absolutely. They they can't get an umpire for love nor money. They're really struggling. Um, we do quite well. We've got a pretty good system here. We've got some good people doing some good stuff. And um, they do a great job. Now, for some strange reason, we have a core bunch of players that seem to think that um, it's okay to basically have a go at an umpire, dispute their decision, say a few words that may not be um, the sort of words that you'd say to someone that you respect. Let's say that. Um. I'm here to say, and I might be on my own here, and I might be going uh, off the, well, I don't know if it's off the record, because it's on the record. Um, There is absolutely zero tolerance to that sort of stuff. I don't know where anyone gets off on that. I don't know why people think that they have a right to to do that. I want to remind everyone of one simple fact when it comes to umpiring. An umpire only comes into play... When a player makes an error, think about it. An umpire only comes into play when a player makes an error. Otherwise, the umpire literally counts to six and walks to square leg. So an umpire is called to make a decision when um, a batsman gets an edge. Now, that's, that's an error. That's a mistake. You've missed the ball. You've got so many inches of a cricket bat, and you've, you've, you've either missed it or you've got a tiny feather on it. So you, batsman have got it wrong. You've made an error. Now, whether a batter may have edged it or may not have edged it, it it doesn't really matter, okay? Because if you've played, it just doesn't matter. You, You made an error. You made a mistake. The umpire had to come in and make a decision because you made a mistake. You get hit on the pads. LBW, that's always the most controversial wicket of all time because everyone seems to think that they know exactly where they're standing and all that sort of stuff. And I can tell you right now, a lot of you don't. Now, the umpire's called into play. He or she makes their decision, and that's that. Now, they're only coming into play because the bowling team appeal, because you as a batter, you stuffed up. You missed the ball. Yet you're demanding absolute perfection from someone who's an amateur just like you. So if you demand, you know, if you demand excellence and deliver mediocrity or less, you're nothing but a liar. Think about that. Now we've got a lot to, we've just got to pick up and we've got to be better than this. Okay. And, it is an absolute zero tolerance to any of that sort of crap. So whether you feel you've been hard done by or something like that, the umpires are going to be reminded, again, they were reminded pre-season, to be hard and be harsh. Because players have got to pick up their game. They've got to, they've got to behave better. I, I don't know why there is this culture of acting like a buffoon, but there is. So I challenge you all, every single player in this competition, to pick up the game, 
Just just be better. And even better still, police yourselves. Okay? So if a teammate of yours behaves in a way that's just not, not on, you let them know. You let them know that that's not on. And clubs, I hope damn well that you're stamping down on this sort of stuff as well. Because we have to be better. We have to be better. This has to be a game available for everybody. We need to provide an opportunity to enjoy this game, be it on or off the ground, in a playing role, in a non-playing role. We need to open up our, our arms and we've got to take as many people along for this ride as we can. Because I don't know if you had a look around, um, numbers aren't exactly growing. And it's not only here, it's, it's across the board. Okay, this game's got some, some challenges at the moment. And the biggest challenge at the moment in our competition are a lot of you, players that are out there. You've got to do your bit. Don't wait for someone else to do what you should be doing yourself. If everyone looks after their own backyard, plays with respect, spirit of whatever you want to call it, just, just, just be a decent player. Be competitive, by all means. Be competitive. Okay, I'm... I was no saint when I played at the height of my, my career. But I know one thing, never, ever, ever, ever did, did, did the umpire come into any sort of, I don't know, argument or whatever you want to call it. So my challenge to everyone out there, we're going to pick this whole thing up 1%, 2%. Everyone does that, we're flying. That, my friends, was the Prez's rant. And this has been the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sports, and Everlast Sports Drinks. We'll be back again, same bat time, same bat channel. Good luck to everyone this week. And let's hope we've listened to the rant. Good luck, everyone. See you next week.